Hey, this is brand new live on Chasing Dreams with Amy J. Welcome to Chasing Dreams podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Hey, Dream Chasers, this is Amy J. And on today's episode, I'm very excited to be bringing you a friend of mine, who is here to talk about his story and everything he's gone through and how recently he's just turned 100% of his efforts into chasing his own dream. His name is brand new. He's an artist and he is creating a new genre called classical hip hop. Originally from Nigeria, he has blended the use of hard drums and rhythms with a wide variety of classical instruments and melodies. After graduating with a degree in chef and restaurant management, he realized God had a much bigger calling for him. Brand New just released his second independent album, SOB, State of Becoming, and launched a production company called Kejanu. His dream is to use his fan base and the income generated to help bring awareness and relief to the underprivileged. Proceeds from his new album will be going to Gold Star Families, and he's taking time out of his busy day to come onto the show and share his story. So please help me welcome Brand New. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for that intro. That was that was a lot of love. Thank you. I am so psyched to have you here. I mean, it's always nice to see people chasing their dream, but you're not just doing that. You're also giving back, which, you know, I'm a big fan of. So that's really cool that you're doing that. Yeah, yeah. That comes from uh, my parents. Uh, being born in Nigeria, uh, I lived there till I was seven. And uh, luckily, my family was pretty well off. Um, but we always had uh, cousins, aunts, different, you know, people around the neighborhood would, would stay with us. And so my uh, parents had that ingrained in me at a very young age. Well, good for them. I mean, the world would be a wonderful place if more people gave back, you know? <laughs> definitely, definitely. No, but that's put that on a T-shirt. There's an idea. Now, you haven't been doing this your whole life, right? When you first started, did you always have this dream? of being a music producer, of producing music like you are today? You know, it, it kind of evolved. Uh, you know, music has always had a place. Um, but again, you know, transitioning from Nigeria to here um, was definitely a, a big culture shock and a, a musical, I guess, awakening for me. Um, so I think it went from first being in awe of uh, some of the musicians and the music that I heard when I came here in 1990. Uh, I remember my very first uh, concert that I went to was Troop. Uh, and it was like, spread my wings. Um, so it was pretty cool. And then I was a football and basketball star in high school. Um, so I really didn't spend too much time uh, on music, uh, because, you know, being a jock, it's not really cool to be singing 
uh, love ballads and, and different things like that. It's a stereotype um, that probably should should be struck down. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you you've never been in a uh, male locker room, so you know, good luck that with true. that one. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it definitely evolved uh, with me. I guess getting more comfortable in my own skin for all my Nigerians and a lot of foreigners. Um, they'll probably understand when I say there's like three professions. Um, you're either an engineer, you're a doctor or you're a lawyer. When you start coming in the family talking about, you know, you want to sing and, and make music, that's all. You say you have a hobby. I'm like, no, I have a dream. I have something that, um, you know, God has spoken to me about and I'm, I'm very passionate about. So it's definitely changed over time. Now, you're talking about how in, in the life of a foreigner, and I, I've had this, many other people I know have experienced this, experienced this, three professions. You go outside those three, and one, depending on what that profession is, they may consider it. Otherwise, they kind of give you that side eye, right? And it's oh, like, yeah. Really? Oh, that's cute. Definitely. Okay, let's see how long that'll last kind of thing, right? Yeah. Now, you got that, though. From high school to college, did you go into college thinking, yeah, let me not do that. Let me just do that as a hobby. Or did you give up music and kind of, because you graduated with a degree in chef and restaurant management. So that's not, as far as I know, that's not music. Well, you know, I guess this is part of the message that is my story, but is also hopefully going to touch somebody who, may not have all the support that they need, but they have something in their heart that, you know, kind of keeps tugging at them a little bit. I took a couple of private classes uh, vocally and um, training wise with music, but I also knew that this was not going to go well in the family. Uh, so that was all always in the back of my mind. Um, so I kind of did it in secret, in the dark a little bit, uh, trying to prepare myself and get ready uh, to prove that, you know, I had what it took. I basically self-taught myself, uh, self-taught how to make music. And I put my first album together, which was uh, called The Making of a Legend. And I think a lot of people thought, that was talking about me. Um, but I think what they didn't understand is that it's about the story um, of perseverance and what music is going to be able to do in society and what I feel like I'm going to be able to do with my music eventually. Um, well, I presented this uh, album upon completing it uh, to my parents and to my father. Who had and, no idea you were doing anything related to music, right? Well, I was doing it again in this, in, in kind of in secret. So right. I couldn't, I can't really say I'm a musician because I haven't gone to any school for music. You know, I've sang a couple of like, you call yourself you know, a musician. Certain, yeah. You know, I, 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 uh, sang in a couple, uh, musical productions, uh, for like Christmas specials at church you know, things like that. But I was full time, you know, basketball, football, having fun, you know, life of the party type of person. You know what I mean? So 
Um, I definitely wasn't focused as I am now um, on my music. It was still then just a dream, but, you know, we can get into this later. Before you, you really can achieve the dream, you have to start putting some work into it. And, and that's the part that people don't see before, you know, everything else that comes, you know, after this. Um, oh, absolutely. So, so I guess back to, I let my parents hear that the initial album and I haven't graduated school yet. And I, you know, I'm still kind of like, I'm going to school. I'm not really focused on, you know, what I want to do. I don't really know exactly what I want to be. Um, I'm just like a smart, arrogant kid thinking I'll just figure it out at some point. So I finally figure it out, do this awesome album. It'll get a lot of good reviews from uh, different people. And I go to my parents and I say, hey, you know, check this out. This is what I do. Um, I've been doing shows around uh, the city in uh, Columbus, Ohio, uh, unbeknownst to them. So finally, my dad comes back to me and says, if you stop making music, I will 100% pay for you um, to finish culinary school and and finish, you know, my degree. Wow. And, you know, imagine, you know, making a deal that you didn't know what the effects would be many, many years later, because some of the most miserable points in my life has been going and getting that degree and, going back to the secret music me and not being able to put anything out because I needed, you know, to be able to have something to show, you know, family wise. So you did so take that deal? I I did take the deal and that's wow. how I got my degree. Okay. Unfortunately, I ended up like, I think it's probably like 50% of the people who get degrees and find out that they don't want to do <laughs> what they got the degree in. I actually think it's higher than that. But yeah, you're right. There is a large percentage of people who, who have that. So that, you know, I'm in that statistical category. I know I have a skill. Uh, I know I can fall back on it. It can pay for, you know, me to live. And uh, it's it's something I'm good at, but it's not my passion. And when I get on my knees and I pray, I know that's not why uh, he put me on this earth. And a big reason that my parents um, or a big thing that my parents instilled in me was whatever you decide that you're going to do, whether you're going to be a plumber, you're going to be a doctor or a singer, um, you should give it to God. You should you know, be in prayer and um, be in one with his will because it's going to make things uh, go a lot smoother. So when you're faced with this, you make this decision. Right. Not not one you're happy with, but one you had to make at the time. Right. For your you can't fault you for. It. I mean, it's hard when your parents come to you and put that in front of you. So you had that difficult choice to make. You make the decision. You stand by it. But at the same time, you didn't give it up. So you went back to making music in secret or were you on a absolute? <laughs> yes. Yes. No, I was. Uh, well, I guess I kind of went through a little bit of depression. Uh, because it's kind of like having 
the red devil and the, the white devil on your shoulder. And, you know, one person's like, why are you selling out? And why yeah. aren't you your dream? And the other guy's like, well, you know, you got to honor your parents and you should get a good job. And you don't even know if you can do this. You know, they give you the statistics, only 1% of the 1%. And that's, you know, you, I got to a point where, you know, all of that was irrelevant. And it's just like, this is, you know, what I want to do. So while I was going to school and uh, completing my degree, I worked on my craft. Uh, I got a vocal coach and paid for it myself. Uh, I got all the equipment I needed to start making, uh, you know, beats myself and started really uh, teaching myself the production side of it. And, uh, you know, YouTube and different things like that has been great. Uh, you know, I kind of mentioned my team a little bit. That's been a phenomenal, phenomenal upgrade, uh, getting them on board and they've, you know, helped me leaps and bounds, you know, but before, you know, where I'm at now, I definitely was alone and in the dark creating this sound and what I'm giving you for almost about five to six years now. Um, and I've basically built a catalog about three albums long and about 500, uh, to 600 beats long. Um, but, uh, you know, that's where the state of becoming, you know, came into play because I saw myself grow in the dark by myself, um, over all the, the time that I was, you know, going for my degree. That's the impressive part to me is that you, we're in the dark, but you didn't stay in the dark. Despite how long would you say you were in that dark place? More than a year? Oh uh, yeah, maybe close to two years. It was it was tough, and you know it's not. It's a, like a roller coaster, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not easy, and I think a lot of people are faced with that kind of a darkness in different forms from different people, and you know, no one's ever malicious with what they say, you know, your parents want the best for you. I'm sure that they, they wanted to see, they, they probably didn't have confidence in music as a career, right? As with many parents of foreigners, they don't think you can survive with it. But the fact that you went up and down in this dark period for more than, and that you came out of it and still had your dream alive. I, I commend you for that. Cause that not a lot of people do that. A lot of people fall in that time period. And so the fact that you paid for your own vocal coach coach that you put out and were working on tracks in this time, what is the time period between the making of a legend, 13 tracks that you produced on your first album and your second album state of becoming? Oh man, I think it's uh seven years, seven, seven, eight years. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, want that quick, fast, you know, acknowledgement of their dreams. But here you are working seven years, right? And you're, you're, what are you doing in the meantime? Were you working on this full time at that point of your life? Oh uh, yeah. In the meantime, wow. Uh, my parents uh, did very well for themselves. So I was helping them with some properties. Um, um, I was also working, uh, Basically, any job that I could get that paid the best money to to finance my secret career. 
Um, so I think I went from working collections um, for a little while, which was uh, I was really good. But you uh, can only imagine what being a bill collector is like. And then I uh, went into a lot of things in the hospitality uh, industry, whether it was serving or, or bartending. The funny thing is I actually never really used the chef part of my degree because it's a different animal uh, cooking for your friends and Thanksgiving and Christmas and parties than, you know, serving the same meal every day, day after day at, oh, you know, Olive Garden or someplace. So it really didn't allow me to be passionate and touch people and, and interact and, you know, and change. So. Um, I've actually never really enjoyed being in the back of the kitchen. In between that time period, it was really a lot of uh, just going to work and then coming back home to like my musical cave and then basically getting up and doing the exact same thing. And, and just uh, knowing that you know, spiritually, I like to spend a lot of time, you know, listening and uh I was, like I said, very jockish, uh, football star, basketball star. So you can understand the the lifestyle that kind of comes with that. I believe that if I would have received stardom at a younger age, um, I wasn't ready for it. And I don't think my my why, my reason for doing it was fully developed. And I think even more than the musical side of it, that's what I was able to really tap into is like, why am I doing this? Your story impresses me so much because you're doing all this. And, and you said you were in the dark, you were listening and, and figuring things out by yourself. Did you have a support system, anyone that you shared your dreams with or that was kind of encouraging you? Man, that's a deep question, man. That could be like a whole another segment. Man, I'm a deep person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it though. <laughs> you know, the one thing that people expect that your family and some of the closest ones to you are going to be the ones that support you the most. And don't get me wrong, uh, family usually has. They, they have the best intentions for you on, on a regular basis, usually. Um, but sometimes their, their fears or things that they've been through, uh, might cause them to, uh, give you the wrong advice. Um, so, you know, I got support from them on a living basis and, you know, hey, how's school going? And, you know, but, Again, I'm in the dark with this dream, so I can't really let the cat out of the bag to anyone in the family at this point. Oh, no, um, absolutely. You tell the wrong person and you just down the hole. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So, you know, I have uh, my best friend. His name's Kenny. Uh, he's my business partner. I actually met him through another uh, mutual friend. Uh, shout out to Justin Pacio. Uh, and this is kind of where the ball got rolling uh, even faster, you know, seeing Kenny's uh, belief in me as I started doing shows. You know, it was crazy the response that I was getting from 
uh, other artists and other people around the city. And, um, you know, I sing way more than I rap. You know, you meet a lot of rappers, but you don't meet a lot of male R&B singers, you know, in Columbus. So, you know, that was really cool. Just that whole time of growing, uh, you know, loyal fans and people outside of the box that, you know, would support me. But it was definitely kind of eye-opening that, you know, my very first song on my uh, original album, The Making of a Legend, is a tribute uh, to my family. And it basically just, you know, thanks them for everything that they, they did to build me into who I am to be able to, you know, create this music. Which track is that? And, uh, it's actually number one. It's called I Love You. And Happy now title. it's a very, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's always meaning, you know, in everything. Um, and that's, that's where State of Becoming kind of evolved from. You know, a lot of people, when they see SOB, they obviously think of what I want them to think of because it's a play on words. <laughs> but... It, it, you know, stands for state of becoming. And, and when I was uh, watching a particular documentary, it talked about until you die, until you're no longer breathing, you have the ability to become whatever it is in your heart that you wake up every day and you have that passion, that longing for, you know, you can still do that. You know, I had a son, you know, talking about some of the times in between making the album. I have a son that's going to be um, five years old in September. Coolest thing I've ever done in my life. Way better than any music, anything I've ever created. That You know, what God did with him is, is, is perfect. And I couldn't do anything better if I tried. Um, so I poured my time into him. Uh, that really helped me grow spiritually. And it really helped me get to this state where, okay, four years ago, I wasn't a father. I'm now, I've now become a father. Now I need to evolve into that role and grow into that role. Well, you know, however many years ago, I didn't have a chef degree and I, I wasn't that, you know, there's people down the line who, you know, I, I haven't been married yet. At some point, I do hope to have the title of husband. So, you know, there's all different steps that you continue to evolve and grow into. And that plays into my music, because if you listen to what I was making when I was doing secret songs, trying to, you know, teach myself how to um, make music uh, to where I am now, uh, the content is what I'm most proud of, not just the technical growth and, and all those other things, but the actual content and what I'm feeding you um, is something that you need, but in a cool, funky, fun, you know, you something to make you happy and, and make you want to go back for more. And so, <clears throat> guys, you'll find all the links to Brand News albums and his social media on the show notes page. So be sure to check it out. But yeah, there is an evolution because I, I listen to your music. There's an evolution from your first album to your second, which is awesome to see. And I can only take it from your experience, from what you're saying that you, you lean towards real life experience. So after that, your second album's out. Is it safe to say you're 
out of the dark now? Your parents are aware that you're doing this? Or is this yeah. still a secret to them? No, no, no. This is this is full fledged. Like I I did what you guys told me to do. I've got my degree. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> you, told, you didn't hold back, I see. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know, I I know now I have, you know, because what your parents always want is something for you to fall back on. You know, they don't want you in the street homeless, you know, sure. blah, blah, blah. They always want the best for you. Yeah, you know, and I got to the point where I understood that, but I was like, okay, I got this done. I, I, I know I'm smart. I can go back and get another degree. I graduated with, uh, you know, honors and, and did very well. Um, but I was like, it's time now. Like, the world needs this and you know and when i say the world needs this i use the 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 word this for a reason not me i'm not sure why i was chosen as the messenger for what is to come down the line uh it took me a long time to accept it uh but once i did and embraced it it is not about the messenger. It's about the message. Uh, what a lot of people get caught up in now is like, oh, this is my favorite rapper and this is my favorite this and this is that. But I'm like, what were they saying? Like, what did what did that What's the message? Yeah, what did it entice you to do? How did it make you feel? And I think that's what, you know, we miss. We get enamored with uh, you know, the bling and the fame and the fast cars and the things we wish we could be doing that we can't do. And we kind of forget about the why. I mean, it's true. It's very true. But you just recently maybe rediscovered your why because you are now full time pursuing music production with your company, through your own music, your brand. Uh now looking back on what you're doing and what you did, your journey, do you have any regrets? Would, would you change anything, or do you think you needed to go through that to get to this point? Ooh, that's a tough one, man. It's like every time I think you hit me with a haymaker, it's oh, like a on, new man. one. Yeah, I've told you, I'm a deep person. <laughs> one of my deepest regrets uh, is my conversation with my father, and. Uh, Although I believe God has, you know, a deeper plan and a, a deeper understanding than I have of myself, I'm not sure if getting that degree was worth it. The time, you know, I kind of put myself out there, excuse me, and people were, they were enjoying it and they were ready for more. And then I kind of just disappeared. Yeah, you had some momentum going and then. So, you know what I mean? So it's almost like having a huge show that people have been promoting for months and months and months and months. And then everybody's excited to see the show and then you don't show up. Well, the next time you're like, oh, I got a show coming up there. You're like, eh, I haven't really heard this dude since he came up with that hot stuff. Like, who, who takes eight years to make another album, seven years to make another album? So, JT. Uh, <laughs> hey, you, know. you never know. I mean, you're right. Things happen for whatever reason, but you, we go through these things and we do have regrets. But I'm so happy to hear that you are pursuing your dream full time now. How is that going for you? Oh, it's awesome, man. Like, 
I'm, I'm stress free. It's, it's, uh, it's liberating. Um, and it allows me to get up at five in the morning and get some networking done and do some things and go back to sleep if I want to and then wake back up and do some production and then go work out and then, you know, go pick up my son and go to the park and enjoy my day and then come back and record a song and, you know, then get on an interview with you via Skype. You know, the technology and just the Internet um, allows you to do so much more now. And I've always been, you know, big on family and, um, you know, one of the, like I said, the coolest thing that's happened to me is, is becoming a father. So, you know, now it's like, I just, I'm, I'm free. I'm just in my state of becoming. Well played. I love how you just brought that in there like that. It was very <laughs> appropriate. Now, Brandon, before we wrap up, I have to ask, what is one thing you would recommend to someone who is chasing their dream? It could be a book, a person they should check out, piece of advice, anything under the sun. What would you tell them? Oh, man. Uh, you know, there's a lot of cliche statements that you're going to hear uh, from people. You know, don't ever give up. Uh, you know, keep uh, keep fighting the good fight and many other things. Uh, I think focus on your why. Put a picture or a saying, you know, whatever the reason why you're doing this is. That's what's going to sustain you during those dark times. Um, that's what's going to uh, sustain you during the nose and the, the closed doors. And when you're the only one who believes, because before two people are going to believe, you're going to have to believe in yourself and you're going to have to show whether it's one person, two people, a hundred people watching, you're going to have to show them that you believe in yourself for them to believe in you. So make sure that you, you know, you know your why you are grounded in your why. Um, and as I keep saying that my why is because music is supposed to bring people together. Music is supposed to help you get through different times, whether it's a happy time, whether it's New Year's Eve, whether your grandma passed, you know, whether you're sick whether you're about to have a big basketball game and you need some motivation to get you energy, it's supposed to create a feeling for whatever the artist, you know, was going for. So my why is that I'm going to use this platform to bring awareness to different causes um, that touch my heart over the, you know, the course of time. And hopefully uh, as my fans uh, see me working out there and using their money um, and their support uh, to help other people. We can kind of like grow a, a, a culture where it's bigger than me. You know, it's bigger than I, it, it's, it's bigger than the messenger. So that, that's the thing is just, you know, obviously don't give up. 
Um, you're going to go through a lot of down times, but uh, focus on your why. And uh, an awesome book that a friend gave to me. Uh, this is like a super secret that I'm about to hook you guys up with, man. So uh, make sure you pay attention. Man, I, I've never even seen this before. I don't even know if you can get it in the library. So, But if you can, this is how you can really dive into your mind. You got me intrigued here. It's called Creating the Person. Kind of sounds like State of Becoming. Um, the name of the book is NLP, which uh, stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. And basically, this is a real um, scientific study that uh, doctors and a lot of people have uh, gone into and um, they've done decades of research on. And it's uh, something that's cool to me because I like living in the conscious and not in the subconscious and the unconscious. And but it's called you NLP? To, yeah, NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, The Essential Guide. Who's the author? Um, it, Do you have that? It's by Tom Hubar and Tom Dots. I'm going to have to check this out. I've never heard of that. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Brandon, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to be on the show and sharing your journey. I'm stoked that you are chasing your dream full time, and we wish you nothing but the best, man. Thank you so much, man. It's been a blessing. I appreciate it. And that was brand new. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to his story as much as I did. How cool is he chasing his dream full time now, overcoming the struggles he went through. So proud of him and wish him nothing but the best. Guys, take heart to what he said. Focus on your why. Understand and know what that is, because before anyone else can believe in you, you need to believe in yourself and know why you're doing what you're doing. OK, so focus on your why. Check it out. Um you can find all the show notes and any of the links to brand new social media, his CDs on the show notes page for this episode over at chasingdreamshq.com slash episode 45. That's episode four five. Till next time, dream chasers, keep chasing. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at Chasing Dreams HQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing. Keep chasing.